0: What's going on everybody? Welcome back to the Collector's Cave. I'm your host Lawrence, and today's guest is Clay. Clay, how you doing today? Not doing too bad. As you all know, Collector's Cave is about various collections that people have and how they value them personally as well as how they're valued officially. So, Clay, could you tell us what you collect?
1: I collect playing cards. I uh, do both Yu-Gi-Oh and Vanguard.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Let's say, what got you into collecting Yu-Gi-Oh cards? Let's start with that first.
1: Realistically, uh, another buddy of mine named Victor, mm-hmm. he got me to download this one game when it came out. It was uh, Yu-Gi-Oh Master Duel. And I had never played Yu-Gi-Oh before that, but it, it was fun. It was enjoyable and all that. And mm. I, I refused to play the card game. And then another buddy of mine who actually does play it in uh, like TCG, all that kind of stuff. He collects cards, but he got me in on it thinking we were going to pull cards rather than just bite outright. So we would get together every week and just kind of buy packs of cards, and then we'd try and build a deck out of that and play. It was really fun. It was really casual, and uh, we got more buddies coming in on that and everything. And,
0: and while you were pulling those cards, you at the time, you didn't really think, I'm about to start playing this game. It was more just to have them because you like, look cool or something?
1: Yeah, well, part of it was we're allowed to trade people for the cards that we need, kind of make it easier to build a strategy, build a whole deck around that. Mm -hmm. So like I'm playing really old archetype of cards that doesn't really have a lot of support in newer sets. Mm -hmm. So how I got a lot of the cards I needed for that is I traded people who had them already from my collection at the time because I would pull kind of high value cards and then just trade down for all the stuff that I needed. So
0: where'd you usually go to get your cards? Like, was there a shop you like to go to specifically, or did you guys just go all around town?
1: Uh, We kind of did actually go all around town. We did kind of frequent going to Bounty XP. Mm -hmm. It's over by the Costco. But we went there, went to Cards and Comics. I think at one point a friend of mine had gotten me some cards for my birthday as well.
0: Now, Which cards were those ones?
1: Uh, Those were from the Megatins, the new ones. And they were pretty fun. It was the Yu-Gi-Oh ones
0: so this one this one came in one of those like big metal tins.
1: Yeah, yeah. Except uh, fun fact about that is they ordered me one of them because they had a pre order them. They weren't out yet when uh, my birthday was around. Mm. So I ordered one, and they ended up sending them a whole case of them, which is like two hundred something dollars worth of cards, mm-hmm. and they paid like twenty bucks for it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, I made out like a bandit, and uh, it was pretty fun.
0: So how how many of those like metal tin type collector they called booster packs or. Structure decks? The The ones in the tins. The mega tins, yeah?
1: Yeah. Well, uh, they come with three packs of like 20 cards.
0: Okay. But how many of those do you have?
1: Uh, That case came with 12 separate tins inside of there.
0: Okay, so so you haven't ordered any other tins besides those ones?
1: No, I think I've ordered maybe three on my own because we have like a set budget for our little uh, challenge thing. It's Uh, like 20, 30 bucks a week.
0: Oh, I see. Yeah. So the tins are. Like, what's the average one usually priced at? Like, 20 bucks. Oh, so they're normally 20 bucks. Yeah. Okay. you just keep them, like have storage in there? And...
1: Well, yeah, actually. It's actually uh, pretty cool to store all like, your common bulk cards that you don't really intend on trading because they're not really worth much. Okay. A couple of pennies. Yeah, I
0: got my common bulk cards too, but I just keep them all in one disorganized album.
1: All right, fine. Yeah.
0: Also, I want to go back to that uh, thing you just mentioned. You said you and your friend did like a challenge. Yeah. Where... How how would that go? I'm sorry, I kind of missed that. Could you could you elaborate on that a little bit?
1: Well, basically, we would pull cards and we built deck from there. Cause you get like 40 cards together, slap it in there, and just play the game. Well, they didn't really work out the first couple times because a lot of the stuff that we pulled didn't really work well together and all that. But we just got more and more cards as time went on, and we started trading other people for things that we wanted, and then we'd build like unified whole decks around what we wanted to play. But as time went on and on, stuff got better and better to the point where they are basically streamlined and real, quote-unquote, decks.
0: I see. I also heard you say, I don't know if I mistakenly heard, you said something about going over budget. Like, you get a budget for the challenge? What was that about?
1: Oh, no, no, no. So, I haven't gone over budget yet, but um, we'd get a set budget, either weekly or monthly, and we'd have a set amount we could spend on car packs. And then we would pull from that amount. That way, we're not buying like, oh, thousand dollars worth of fucking cards, and then pulling from those, using them, and all that. So it kind of keeps it balanced around everybody doing that. So how often
0: do you usually find yourself trading cards for others? Like, is it do you usually just trade one on one, or like yeah, car, I, one card for one card? Or um,
1: it depends on the value of the card because a lot of them are a lot more value than some other ones. Like, a lot of the ones that I wanted to trade for were really low-value cards, so I could kind of just get a really pricey one and trade it for a bunch of non-pricey ones.
0: Okay, well, I'm going to ask a question that I think most Yu-Gi-Oh! collectors have been asked. How many Blue-Eyes White Dragons do you own?
1: Uh, I had one from the tins, because they released, like, an alternate art version of it, and it was pretty cool. I traded it for an Ash Blossom.
0: And guess how many I got?
1: Um, At least three
0: nine yep just had to flex that in there collector's cave host owns nine blue eyes white dragons so what can i make like you can blue
1: play white? like three of them huh you can play three of them
0: i can do that i can also make blue eyes ultimate dragon
1: i mean you can do that
0: and then blue eyes grand dragon is not even a real thing but i can do it if it was the thing I mean, i'd be able to do
1: it you could you could try
0: I- i'll talk to whoever makes the card and see if they can make something up for me
1: yeah, you're going to go over to Konami and just kind of... Yep,
0: I'm going to pitch the idea. I'm going to get a focus group and everything.
1: Petition for a five-headed blue eyes white dragon.
0: Yep, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Well, I think there's already some, something like that, but I'm going to petition for a. Well, I mean, there's
1: five-headed dragon, but you can only run three blue eyes.
0: I'm going to petition a nine-headed dragon.
1: Hey, now that could be pretty cool.
0: I'll make it work. I have Maybe you have to have certain blue eyes in the graveyard to do so.
1: Well, yeah, you could do that.
0: So, about how long have you been collecting Yu-Gi-Oh! cards?
1: Uh, since about March of this year.
0: March of this year?
1: Yeah. I haven't been playing that long.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. And then, how many? do you know how many you have altogether? Is it a lot? Or?
1: A couple hundred. Oh, wow. Like, individual cards? There's a lot of cards. Like, I was telling you, those tins come with, like, 60 cards in them. Mm-hmm. But, uh, damn, I might have close to 1,000. Jeez. Wow. I'm counting the bulk and all that, but, like, my binder, it's not full. It's not... Anything crazy.
0: Have you ever bought a card individually? No. Oh, okay. Never?
1: No, I have for Vanguard, but we're specifically playing like a sealed product only in Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's see. So I'll have to trade for individual cards that I want. That's the point of the challenge. Because most people nowadays, they just buy the cards they want and trying to capture that playground spirit of playing the game again. So usually, how's the value of each card measured? Like... So I, there is a website that most people use for buying, selling cards. It's called TCG Player, and they support a lot of card games. They've got everything from One Piece to Dragon Ball and uh, Yu-Gi-Oh!, even Vanguard. Mm-hmm. It's mainly just the big three games like Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh!, Magic, all that kind of stuff.
0: Okay, so did you – you said you started uh, collecting Yu-Gi-Oh! cards this year? Yeah. So by any chance, did you play prior? Like maybe
1: you just had one set amount of cards, but you just didn't collect a whole bunch? No, actually, back way in the olden days of childhood, Mr. Clay Marcus, I had one copy of ABC Dragon Buster, and I had no idea how to play the game. I just thought it looked cool, it was neat, and I did absolutely nothing with it. I have no idea where that is to this day. Did you ever watch the show at all? Yeah, um around the time that I kind of got into it, uh 5D's was airing. It was pretty fun. I like that.
0: Okay, so the show didn't really have a part in how you got into getting the cards physically at all.
1: No, no, that was mainly my friends bullying me into playing.
0: So, which would you say you like better like playing better, uh Yu-Gi-Oh
1: or Vanguard? Um both of them have their good things. Yu-Gi-Oh's really complicated but it's really fun and the vanguard is simple and kind of more balanced so i do like that i like playing Yu-Gi-Oh a little bit more because it was the first one i played so you said you you said you started playing yugioh first i did
0: okay so that means you got into vanguard even later or earlier this year did you
1: i did because i only technically started playing when uh, master duel came out mm-hmm. i think i only started collecting the physical cards for Yu-Gi-Oh around like july so, so what's something you would say you like the most about collecting Yu-Gi-Oh! cards? I do enjoy collecting Yu-Gi-Oh! cards because I enjoy the art, and I kind of like playing the game.
0: Do you think it's more about the art than the, I want to say, value and power of the cards, for lack of a better term?
1: Um, Power is really subjective on them, but at the same time, I would much rather collect cards that I could physically play and the things I enjoy, whether or not they're competitively viable and all that. Mm-hmm. Like I, I play Cyber Dragons man I'm not like trying to win a YCS or anything I
0: actually play Cyber Dragons too yeah. hey yeah
1: yeah I'll, okay anyway um,
0: <laughs> I can relate to that part actually I also used to I wouldn't say I actively collect Yu-Gi-Oh! cards mm-hmm. but my older brother had a lot when he was younger as well and he kind of gave them to me and I just had them yeah. and before I started playing in middle school I had not played since middle school but before I started playing then mm-hmm. I just had them in the house and I would look at them Occasionally I'm like wow That's really cool art You know And put them back Yeah And then I eventually Got a binder With trading card pages Put them all in there And
1: Now they sit there
0: Yeah now they're just here they, I know exactly where they are too Yeah But now I just admire The art really More than I don't really care Much for the value I yeah, even Yeah I even made a trade um Like in high school And then I Traded like Completely based off art Obviously I made sure I wasn't giving away Like free money like, Yeah I get to it a little bit but I thought I just thought the art was really cool, you know. I had what did getting, you What did you trade? I do not remember. I know like, it was like a. Series. Do you know
1: Do you know what you got?
0: No, I remember what I got. What'd you I get? I don't remember what I got. They were like, oh, I don't know the names, but they were like a these series of dragon cards.
1: That's very specific.
0: It's like it's it's hard to describe. I know there was one card relating them that had, like, had swords in it or something.
1: Sword was it dark arm dragon or arm dragons?
0: i I could not tell you alright Yeah. well that's my take on the art aspect of Yu-Gi-Oh and how I would say I value them as well
1: but Un- unfortunately there is the cold reality that they're monetarily valued as well because um, a lot of how I go about making trades is all <coughs> things of equal value but that's monetary value so what I was getting at before with the TCG player they have a set price for a market of the exact cards you want Like uh, an Ash Blossom card, I was telling you about. It's like 25 bucks at its cheapest. It's a pretty damn expensive card. But on the higher end of that, I was stupidly lucky and managed to pull two Starlight rare cards out of like two boxes that I had opened. And those were really, really valuable. One of them was like 500 bucks. Yeah, I, I 500 bucks. Yeah, no, I swear. Some of these people, like they are. Out of their mind, it is a piece of cardboard.
0: Yeah, well, how often do you pull... I don't know if I heard heard you say this often earlier. How often do you be pulling these um, rare cards? Or is that, was that just you know, at one time?
1: You know, unironically, quite often. I don't know what it is, but I am pulling really rare stuff really often. I pulled, like, a starlight copy of Alba Linatus the Abyss Dragon. That was the first one that I pulled out. I still have that. I was holding onto it for a friend of mine, but... They don't really want it, so I'm just going to trade it for stuff I want.
0: How much was that one valued at?
1: Uh, it's about 200 bucks at the time that I pulled that one. How much is it now? Like 150
0: oh, Okay, it dropped. What's something you would say you would
1: like the least about collecting Yu-Gi-Oh cards? Oh, it's a massive pain. It's it's an expensive hobby. That's why I don't do it very often.
0: Okay. Are there any uh, negative experiences you would say you had you want to highlight?
1: Unfortunately, trading with people is a bit of a hassle. I organized a trade at one point because there was like a Facebook group. Mm -hmm. I go and post messages in like, hey, I've got this stuff. I'm looking for this stuff. And they straight up had me meet them at their house. Oh. Rather than meet at like a shop or anything. Did they insist you meet them at their house? Yeah, I know. They were just very awkward and weird. Oh, okay. That's a red flag. Yeah, it was. Or should I say a red card?
0: (laughs) (laughs) But okay, go ahead, Continue.
1: Yeah. No. Um. Anyway, I ended up taking a bunch of buddies with me when I went to go and do this trade because we were gonna meet up anyway. I just took them with me because I'm not gonna go to random person's house by myself. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm a relatively big guy, but I'm not yeah. gonna, I'm not gonna do that.
0: Yeah, smart decision.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, out comes waddling out, uh, stereotypical card game player, and um. Oh, jeez. Yeah. No. Uh, it's a very sad reality. But um, they come out and they're just. A massive pain to deal with mm-hmm. very right. uh very rude or yeah i i would say they're a bit rude because um you would think you'd you'd ask people before you start taking stuff out of their binder and things like that oh they were just they were just very grabby yeah i know and i'm standing here like a foot and a half taller than them just wondering why the hell they think that that's okay
0: yeah it's it's <laughs> a little weird Did you even end up making a deal the entire time you were there?
1: I did. I ended up getting some stuff that I wanted. He did not end up getting a lot of the stuff that he wanted under my binder, which
0: I can live with. So would you say you won the transaction there? Oh, absolutely. Or broke even, for lack of a better term?
1: Yeah, no, I try and go about even, but unfortunately I have a reputation of going very positive on my trades for no explainable reason.
0: Well, it's good to hear, at least.
1: Yeah, no, it's just a weird thing that my friends have noticed. Because, talking about like uh, Vanguard and stuff. I showed up late to one of our Hangouts. I didn't actually get to participate in a tournament. So I started pulling some cards. I bought like a random pack of cards. Paid like 30 bucks. Got some of those. And I started pulling some really good stuff. Then uh, as people were getting knocked out of the bracket and all that stuff, I kind of go around like, hey, I got some trades and stuff. And I managed to basically finish both of the decks I was building at the time off of one card that I traded. And it, it it was a good day, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: You got any more collection meetup stories you want to share with us?
1: Um. Yeah. Um, one of those Starlight cards I pulled, it was a Ghost Bell and Haunted Mansion, which is about $500. So I organized a trade for them to meet up with me at Bounty. They actually showed up there. They weren't a creep. Mm-hmm. But they wanted this card like desperately they started like shoveling out stuff that they just were trying to give me to meet the value of that card and they still couldn't really do enough so they ended up just buying me like a box of cards to pull from Mm -hmm. and then i pulled a 50 dollars card out of that so yeah
0: so they wanted to meet the value yeah to try to get you to give them the card yeah and they ended up buying you boxes
1: yeah, they bought me a box of cards. It was about 80 bucks.
0: Why not just give you the 80 bucks?
1: Yeah, I know. I thought the same thing, but at the same time, can't really conduct business like that inside of a store.
0: Oh, he's not allowed to give you money? Yeah, or... no, I'm not going to
1: sit there and like sell him stuff
0: in, uh, a, in an
1: establishment like that.
0: Okay, yeah, I get that. Yeah. It could be a little disrespectful. You know?
1: Yeah, it would be, so I'm rather like, hey, uh, buy some product from uh, my boy over here. Tell us about, about the stuff you got from the card. All right, I managed to pull from that trade an entire dogmatica engine and invoked i didn't grab his shit all stuff because i already had that stuff on my own it was stuff i enjoyed i really should have grabbed it as well but i pulled just so many staple cards from him as well just like 50 a pop just cards and cards and cards that i needed just spell cards random generic stuff i can throw in any deck and things like that it, it was a really good trade for me
0: oh, okay so often do you think these people more get these cards just because they have high value on the market or how how often do people want to get these cards because they just want to use them in a game like the high value ones
1: the high value ones they want for the value Mm -hmm. unless they're like staple cards like uh that ash blossom i was telling you about kind of a higher end of those cards they're about 50 bucks pop they want those because they're very playable and they're very good the one that i traded is another one of those like hand trap cards but it is such a nice card. I cannot feasibly see somebody playing that. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they want that other than the value.
0: Well, I know you've expressed that you don't really think it's a good idea to spend too much on cards. No. So, Oh, yeah. yeah. No, like
1: legitimately, no.
0: So when it comes to the cards you get personally that are of high value, like how do you personally evaluate these cards? Well,
1: I evaluate them by whether or not I can use them.
0: So your value is mainly more on... How playable they are in the game, rather than
1: how much monetary. they sell for. Yeah, okay. the only way that I look at them in monetary value like that is if I can trade them for things that I want to play.
0: And it's not too often that you get uh, get find people like this in the community, is it?
1: I really wish more people kind of like looked at it like that. But I know for a fact that some people their entire life revolves around cards and such like this.
0: You're to hear from our guests, folks. Do not buy expensive things just because they are valued high on the market.
1: Yeah, unless you want to.
0: Of course, yeah, unless it appeals to you directly. But if it's honestly not appealing, save your money. You know, that's all I got to say. So which of the cards you have is your favorite?
1: Out of the ones I have. Yeah. I have really taken a liking to Cyber Dragon Infinity.
0: Cyber Dragon Infinity?
1: Yeah, that's just the boy. love that card. It's. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, 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 you go ahead.
0: I was gonna say, I think the favorite Yu Gi Oh card I can think off the top of my head might be Cyber and Dragon, maybe in, in terms of like you know, big and cool looking. Yeah, and then Cyber Twin Dragon is also very nice because I know it has the
1: double attack. Feature. I, I do play Cyber Twin Dragon, yes,
0: I do like me. Cyber Twin Dragon, But very also, yeah. rarely
1: do I actually summon it out.
0: Oh, yeah, me too. I, I haven't played since, like, middle school, but when I, I hardly ever summoned it either way.
1: Yeah, no, because I keep it as um, backup, mm. mainly, because part of going along with the combo, the way that you want to play Cyber Dragons is you want to kill your opponent in one turn. Really? Yeah. You want to go second, you want to hit them as fast and hard as you can.
0: You want to explain more on the process of doing that when you play a game?
1: So, basically, you summon really big boy who can hit multiple times... Mm-hmm. And then you hit them with a good old yoinky sploinky, and you take all of their life points. Wow.
0: Yeah. Well, that's, that's interesting now this is on the Cyber Dragon. I never well, played it in detail like that, honestly. I just put the cards well, down from it, for the from best. From what it
1: sounds like, you played it at a time where it was a lot less complicated. Yes. Yeah. So the way I play Cyber Dragon is if I get core into my hand and I have a spell, I win. So
0: how often is it like this among Yu-Gi-Oh! collectors when they play duels? Oh. To just end games in one turn?
1: You can do that quite often, actually, if you build your deck around it. There are ways you can basically win the game before your opponent even plays. Sadly.
0: So do collectors even find the game fun if it can end that fast, really?
1: It's a give and take. People, I would say, enjoy it just to play it. But I know for a fact that there are some sadistic people out there who would actually take joy in ruining people's fun.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I could play a game that just ends in one turn. I would not be able to have Yeah, like
1: it. uh, you, you know what Exodia is, right? Yes. The way Exodia works in the like actual card game is it's you draw need... draw all five, right? Yeah, you have to draw all five, but they're mm-hmm. normal monsters. Yes. So your deck is almost entirely drawing power. You want cards that will make you draw more cards or shuffle more cards in your deck and draw more cards. And then you sit there, and you play it all out on your first turn, and hope to God you get it.
0: Okay, because, like, you gotta either... Because your hand can only hold five cards, correct?
1: When you start the game, yeah, you draw five cards, and that's what you start with.
0: Okay, and you need to basically... And there's going to be have to be a time where you play the Exodia cards, right? Play them. No, no, because if your hand's full of... uh, How many cards make up Exodia? Five. Okay, so... Oh,
1: you, you think that you can only have five at all times
0: is it isn't. oh wait hold on you're right i completely forgot no
1: yeah. no, no no it's yeah. only when you start the turn yeah. i completely like, forgot. To start, I think one. the max hand size is like six. Oh, so oh yeah you just start the game with five
0: so i can't have seven uh, cards in my hand
1: when you end your turn no but as you play the game and it's still your turn you're making your place no your hand could be your entire deck
0: oh, okay yeah that's what i was saying because like what if i just don't want to play any card play any cards for like the next 10 turns and i just keep drawing
1: yeah, um, so you draw a card. If you draw up to seven, when you end your turn, you need to discard until you have six in hand.
0: Also, you were about to mention another card. Also, I want to ask about your favorite. What would you say is your favorite card that you do not own, like just in the overall series?
1: Mm, Little Wingard. I'm sorry, what? Little Wingard. Is that... T- it t- is a terrible, terrible level four monster. monster from like the beginning of the game. And do you just like the art on it, or I, I just think he's cool. He's he's got like fourteen hundred attack, and mm-hmm. I don't even think that. I think he's got like thirteen. But anyway, he sits there in attack. But when you end your turn, you can shuffle him to defense. So is this card valued high or what? no? No, he's he's not even worth like ten cents.
0: Okay, how, how come you don't just go get it then?
1: Because I I'm not gonna play it. Oh well, but I thought you—you you don't want to get
0: it, just like just to have it. Yeah.
1: No, I I collect cards because I want to play them. But at the same time, like if I find one, I, I'm gonna grab it. If I okay. see it in a bulk section, I'm gonna drop at least two cents for him.
0: All right, that's respectable. Yeah. Well, it looks like that's all the time we have today. Thank you again, Clay, for coming on and sharing about your Yu-Gi-Oh collection. Glad to be here. Thank you all for coming. We will see you all next time on the next episode of Collector's Cave.